to elephant seals. <laughs> because I was thinking about it, and I'm pretty sure they're my least favorite animal. And they're a lot uglier and a way better insult to call somebody than a snaky snake. Two elephant seals. Two elephant seals. Cheers to that. A Bachelor franchise podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to exploring the big stories and questions that only a cultural touchstone like The Bachelor can inspire. I'm Stephanie Jackson. And I'm Josh Jackson. Grab a drink and a bingo card and join us on Cheers to That. All right, gang, thank you so much for joining us once again. Another riveting episode of Cheers to That, the podcast, a Bachelor franchise exploration. Obviously, we care about the drinks that we enjoy while watching the show, and you may have noticed uh, champagne plays a pretty big role in this week's episode. So we're going to explore the ultimate champagne cocktail. Which you should drink up your nose. Uh, That is the French 75. It is a delicious combination of gin, lemon, sugar, and of course, champagne. We'll leave the link to a video by my man, Jeffrey Morgenthaler. He does a great job exploring the history of the drink and how to make it properly. So enjoy that in the show notes. It's one of my all-time favorite cocktails. All right, gang. Episode two was quite the ride. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more and more excited about this season. I am loving this season so far. It is just the right amount of crazy and mm-hmm. just they keep it moving. It's just it's very very good and it is much it is much faster paced than the last two seasons. Yes, were. it doesn't have all the filler stuff of like, yeah, just gimmicky things. And I, I mean, I, I get it. There's there's still gimmicky stuff in the group dates, and obviously bringing back Hannah Based um, is just a catalyst for drama that wouldn't otherwise be there. And so, I mean, there's definitely you, you see the hand of the producers for sure at work, but they're not being that 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 hand is not too heavy, um, or at least I don't know. Maybe they're just so skillful at this point that it, it's just working for me. I don't know. I'm having fun. I was, I mean, I was I was kind of bitter that it was it was Peter in the beginning. And uh, now I'm starting to kind of get more on board. He 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 is likable. He's really goofy. Um, I, I like that he's kind of a a dad in a in a young man's body. Yeah, um, it's a it's a double edged sword that height because the height makes him look really good in a suit, but it makes him look really weird when he tries to hug these like five foot four little you know Instagram models. And so there's just sort of this like gooberiness to him that's it's endearing and it's it's entertaining. Yeah, don't forget the. Uh, white man's robot moonwalk he does twice in this episode well once isn't enough so (laughs) obviously so quite a few things to explore but first let's get into a rapid recap rapid recap so here are the takeaways from the whole episode in case you need to truncate it all into one quick little experience starting us off hannah's makeup magically shapes up since we saw her last did you notice that yes she no longer had the tragic raccoon look going (laughs) peter has apparently heard of our show cheers to that sydney doesn't know what the word altruistic means i guess she didn't have that one on the sat when she took it last year (laughs) she's quite young um peter pulls a michael scott with madison did you notice this so the episode of of the office when 
uh, he gives the real estate agent he's dating a picture of himself in her family photo. Yeah, that would freak me out if somebody was like, here's a picture of you with my parents and my brother. <laughs> On our first date. <laughs> Yikes. P- Peter's thirsty, I think is the message here. Uh, next one, uh, we got some wicked Bibiana vibes. Um, Kelsey putting her champagne out and it being stolen by somebody else. Yeah, Bibiana, if you didn't see uh, Ari Lyon Dyke Jr.'s season... Congratulations, it was really boring. Um, well, until the end. The end was pretty exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But Bibiana, who, whom we enjoyed quite a lot, um, did the thoughtful thing of putting out a telescope for both of them to enjoy. And he went out with, uh, with I think, with Lauren, who he eventually chose after choosing someone else. Mm-hmm. Again, the ending of his season was exciting. Uh, he went out there and made out on the on the couch, and they looked at the telescope together while Bibiana just sort of paced around uh, that was my idea yeah fuming slash sulking about it the well the the kelsey version is far more fireworksy which we'll talk about later but uh moving on uh can someone please teach these people how to open a bottle of champagne yeah i was hoping they would bust out a saber at some point but yeah it was mostly just like making it really really fizzy and getting it all over their face and clothing I mean, Hannah Ann even, like, shakes it up first. Um, Moving on, all the girls looked super rough the day after the rose ceremony. To be fair, they had probably been up all night, so, you know. And champagne does dry you out, so. Yeah, I think they all needed, like, a big bottle of Gatorade and a good nap. Uh, Just in case you miss it, this group date is brought to you by Revolve. Yes, that is product placement. 101. We get a very appreciated old school queer eye cameo. Carson Cressley. Yes. Yes. Uh, Victoria F, i.e. That's Boo, gets reminded by a producer about the premise of the show. Apparently she had forgotten. Twice the head of Revolve calls her merchandise a bag of stuff. That was fun. Yeah, what could be a better prize than a bag of stuff? (laughs) Victoria F, That's Boo, gets a pity rose. And Hannah Ann is not happy about it. And finally, in a confrontation, we learn that Kelsey is very good at answering her own yes or no questions. The questions that no one's asking. (laughs) All right, so that's all you need to know in case you missed uh, this raucous episode. So let's get into some discussion topics. So if, if I can put it into a nutshell, this there's not a lot going on in this episode. The whole, like, will they, won't they with Hannah B gets wrapped up almost immediately. And then, obviously, there's 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 fallout from that. But, but then this whole, you know, people are calling it Champagne Gate online, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that pretty much takes over the entire episode. By the way, can we stop calling every conflict or scandals something gate like watergate was so long ago people don't even like i doubt any of the contestants on the show actually know what watergate even refers to so can we just stop can we just start with like new nicknames it doesn't even you know we can call it shegzit <laughs> okay <laughs> no please don't call it Shegzit. occupy champagne um the entire champagne region of france just occupy it Yes. That's a good idea to yes, me. Yes, All right, so... Out of protest, and also, it would be a nice vacation. Uh, the f- first thing that, that, that caught my mind was, there's that moment that where Victoria F., that's Boo, 
was melting down because she lost a contest, which which is just, you know, speaks very highly of her character. And um, sorry, if you lose a modeling catwalk contest to an actual model, how poorly does that reflect on you? You know, it's her, it's literally Hannah Ann's job. And she got second place. And anyway, so we get a, we get a taste of the c- contestant producer relationship. Like it, it, you know, we actually hear the off camera voice and we get the, we get the subtitles, you know, so we know exactly what the producer was saying. But it's like it's almost like they have their own personal coach, like egging them on and saying it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, and that really kind of gave me a realization of kind of what it's like, you know. Probably you know, with the Hannah Ann thing, there's probably was a producer going, "Hey, look, a champagne bottle, go have fun with it." You know, it's it's like, oh, it was definitely a plant, and I I have heard that a lot of times the contestants really do make friends with the producers because if you think about it, they're actually seeing the producers way more than they're spending time with the lead. <laughs> so they do. I mean, they barely spend time with this person, even though they're, Hey man, this process works. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I guess it can, but, um, but as far as like face to face time, they're spending way more time with the crew than they are with the actual lead, mm-hmm. um, despite what's shown on camera. So it makes sense that they would be kind of their confidant or, you know, the person they go to if they're having all the feels. Which then kind of gives me a little bit of a sense of sympathy for the contestants because they're they're being shown so little what's actually going on, and all they ha- their only lifeline is the producer saying, yeah, 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 it's okay, or yeah, what a great idea, go do that thing, go say that thing, um, you know, go get Nick Vial to smell your armpits, you know, or whatever it is. Oh, and by the way, I was thinking about that after you said it, I actually think it was Ari's season that that happened, and the woman was trying to make a racing pun by saying, it's a pit stop. Mm, yeah. So I am pretty sure that that awfulness happened on the first night of Ari's season because <laughs> okay. he drives race cars. I get it now. Like oh. a cool guy. Clever. Well, someone else can, I'm not going to bother looking it up. I like keeping Ari's season as far away from my memory as possible. Uh, so if someone else can confirm that if they want. I love that. um so that that was the first thing that stood out to me the second thing was of course the you know champagne coming out of kelsey's nose the spraying into it rather right um so the 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 big topic around that whole situation was okay just just to just summarize we have kelsey you know trying to make an effort to get some one-on-one quality time with peter which is fine she gets upset because McKenna kind of swoops in right when she's about to make her move and then she's already starting to kind of spiral because it's like she's frustrated she's probably been trying to see him all day and hasn't had a chance to then while she's sitting on the couch Hannah Ann who I think already had a rose at that point mm-hmm. or well she got the first impression rose so that got her through the okay so maybe did she... they have the first rose ceremony already at that point no they didn't no, no, they did. They, they did? did. Okay. No, yeah, it, yeah. It was after the first rose ceremony. So but she, did she get a rose for winning the bags of stuff? Maybe she. I don't know. It, I, okay. I don't know. It, regardless, no, she no, because Victoria got the rose for that. So I don't think that she right. did at this point. But she was in really good standing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was definitely not going to go home. She was safe. So, and then that whole, you know, champagne shaking situation and the and the the pop goes to weasel and that's just when you know 
Kelsey, who's who's spiraling, just goes ballistic, and that and that whole fight happens. So here here's here's my my question: like Kelsey is a train wreck, and Kelsey's not a very um, sympathetic person on the show. That's all fine and good, but if I'm being sympathetic and generous. I'm thinking what was happening with McKenna and Hannah Ann to her was really frustrating. And it like it's it's valid for her to be upset about it. And it was kind of even if Hannah Ann didn't really mean to, it was mean and it was really frustrating and angering. And for her to be upset isn't a surprise. So my, my question is, is it like how do you how do you handle being so upset in that situation? Because no matter what you do, if you lose your cool, even if it's right for you to lose your cool it just it never can come off right and there can like to the lead it's like ooh drama person it just it's way too early to see that kind of that kind of emotion or that kind of tension it can be such a turn off so like how do you handle being slighted like that and and still look okay yeah and you see it you see the sort of like damned if you do damned if you don't situation right. reflected a little bit in the way that Hannah Ann is treated because she is very cool and collected around Peter and and all of a sudden the girls are saying oh she's fake as hell and it reminds right. me a little bit actually of Crystal Crystal mm, Crystal Crystal um because <laughs> Crystal was the master of whenever there was conflict or something like that she would just turn on the charm around right. Ari. Who me? Yeah, and of but of course, which is what honestly, that's a good strategy because you don't want to involve the lead in whatever drama is going on in the house. They're just going to get annoyed and think that you're, you know, a somebody who stirs up drama. But the downside of that is that they'll also all the all the other people will be like, oh look at that, she's so fake, she's so two faced, and. Right. So then it may backfire on you with them saying like, oh, well, you know, she's one way to you and one other way to like, like Kelsey was saying about Hannah Ann. Same thing happened with Corinne. Corinne didn't really care about like bringing her, her conflicts and her issues with the other women to Nick. She just wanted to like flirt with Nick and have fun. And he seemed to really respond well to that. Right. Um, and it was when Taylor, who was very principled about everything, and I can understand Taylor being frustrated and wanting to be like, hey, this isn't okay the way she's treating people. But you know what happened? Taylor got sent home. Right. So it just, you, you kind of, I think the only way to survive that situation is to figure out what does the lead want more? Does he want you to be breezy and flirty and be viewed and perceived and reported to him as being fake? Um, is he more okay with that or is he more okay with like being mired in this pettiness that, um, yeah, I mean, that is really not any of his concern. <laughs> I, I almost feel like it, the answer depends on the lead and what they care about and if they're attracted to you or not. Because I found, I found Victoria F to be so unappealing the whole episode. She was just like, like. Ugh, I want, just want you to like me, and how come I didn't win? And meh. like, I found her, I found her personality so unappealing. But he's like telling her, like, like no, please stay. I want you to stay. Like he's basically he's into her almost no matter what she does, at least at this stage in the game. Yeah, and he and I was so annoyed with her because she does the cardinal sin of going to him and just being like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, what's the matter? And she's like, yeah. well, I just feel really, and it's like, don't use your 
small fragment of time you have with the lead to just like need to be cheered up and, and to like and pout put, and pout and complain about other people and complain about the process and how it's hard like that's gonna leave a really bad taste in his mouth but you are right like peter responded surprisingly sympathetically and surprisingly like eagerly to it so i i don't know what that's about like Maybe the fact that they had so much drama with Luke P in his season, uh-huh. um, maybe that makes him just sensitive to the fact that like it is a really hard thing to be with these people who are very different than you and who have maybe been cast because they're a little nutty and a little dramatic. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe he just understands that and is like trying to be sensitive to that or... I don't know. Maybe he likes feeling needed and feeling helpful. I I, I, I really I really don't know. I th- I think ultimately I, I think it's it's he likes to feel like the helper or the oh come to me with your problems or like, or or drama equals deep connection. You know. Uh, yeah, that could be. And also, it's also weird that like I don't know if it was his choice or he had no he had no choice in the matter. But like the cast is all. Between the ages of twenty two and twenty four, with the exception of a couple of them, I, I wonder if he just he likes being the big guy, you know, and like having like he he went to Kelsey when she was crying in the bathroom, and he wanted to, wanted to be like, what's wrong? What's he wanted wrong? to go fix it. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to be the fixer. Uh, that that is my theory about Peter at this point. And like seeing Hannah Beast cry in the dressing room, he's like, oh, maybe you can just be on the show. Like he he just he wants to. For for good or ill, he wants to be the guy that helps and changes things. Yeah, and to like have some big solution that makes everybody happy. I mean, he is he is a pilot, which is a role for somebody who is very comfortable being in charge of right. what's going on. Um, so I guess that would kind of fit with his his personality and his role. Um, in a lot of life to be like, oh, well, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to, I'm going to solve this. Um, we may be reading into it too much, but hey, this is a podcast. That's what, what we do. We put it out there and you decide. America decides. Um, I mean, I, I definitely had that. I had that way of thinking when I was in my early to mid-20s that like basically if it's real, if it's genuine, there's going to be drama. And therefore, if the relationship is dramatic, then it's real. And not knowing that, oh, actually, like, healthy relationships aren't dramatic. They're actually quite boring in some ways, you know. Um, so I'm kind of wondering if he'll eventually go, hey, this isn't worth it, you know. Or, I, I don't know. Like, he'll, get, he'll finally get tired of, of having to fix Kelsey all the time. It's the most romantic thing you've ever said, baby. Uh, you, you know, yeah, our relationship <laughs> is very boring. You, you know what I mean. Is Love it, you, too. I meant it's very reliable. Yes, this is just all. This is just semantics. I I, I know how you really feel now. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Oh, good. Whew. We fixed that. Um, the next thing. You just like Peter. <laughs> the next thing I can dance as well as Peter. Um, once again, it's time for Bachelor Bingo. Let's see what boxes got ticked off on your card and if you won or not. All right, with episode two, starting with the word connection, McKenna talking about Peter and Hannah early on in the episode. Uh, two boxes at the same time, cussing and a blurred out body part. Natasha cussing after Peter cancels the first group date of the episode. Making out. That'd be Peter and Sydney. The first time we see crying is actually Hannah B, Hannah Beast, uh, at the beginning of the episode. Real tad. 
the phrase cheers to that hey that's our, our podcast uh, Peter says this during the post Hannah group date <clears throat> gossip about another contestant we see this with Kelsey and Victoria P complaining about McKenna during the free rose ceremony cocktail party uh, misusing vocabulary this is really funny Sydney says the word altruistic instead of optimistic which maybe she feels like she just has a lot of optimism to give verbal clash that is the infamous battle between McKenna and Kelsey and then Kelsey and Hannah Ann over the whole champagne debacle Contestant using props, uh, Kelsey setting up her famous champagne date. And then knocking over the other champagne that the producers set out as the decoy. It, just, it was just a wonderful display of toppling dominoes from a set piece perspective. Visibly drunk. Uh, the first time we see this is Kelsey in an ITM complaining about how McKenna is a snake and a snaky snake. Uh, also, Madison pre-rose ceremony looks pretty tossed as well. Ugly accessory, Natasha's hat on that group date. And then as an added bonus, Square, take it if you want. Disagree with me if you want. Contestant wears a costume. I would say any of the items of clothing that the girls wear during their fashion show. Most notably, the wedding dress. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll definitely count. That Hannah Ann wore. She She's looking very dressed up for an occasion not such as this <laughs> and that is bingo for episode two let us know if you want share it with us on instagram and we'll see you there the the next thing to talk about um a funny a funny comparison i made was you have the situation with you know hannah ann saying i feel bullied which you know May or may not be valid. Pot, here's the kettle. Yeah. Um, meet her. You're you're both you're both black. Do do you do you think that she like? Because I've I've seen this online. People saying that she's just as much of a bully as as Kelsey is. Do yeah. You, did you see her whipping around her skirt to try to like block out Victoria on uh, the runway and yeah, like taking yeah. an extra turn and just like yeah. I mean, she was she was being she was throwing her little weight around okay. there a little bit. I mean, I'll take that. And, I mean, yeah, Kelsey was way worse, because I think Kelsey is not as smart as she is. And, no. Yeah. But um, I think that's obvious. But she's she wasn't innocent. I mean, she wasn't just, like, being sweet and playing nice. I mean, she was she was getting some, uh, you know, she was stabbing her with a fork under the table, so to speak, <laughs> a, right. a few times there. I just love the, this, like, term, like, champagne stealer, like, it's a thing, like... That people would call each other back in the day or something. Like, I'm not a champagne stealer. Yeah, how dare you accuse me of... I'm not a scalawag. Yeah. I am dismayed. They will throw me into the stocks. <laughs> for such an egregious offense. But, um, so, the, 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 the point I was trying to make was, there's a funny comparison to make between this, he said, well, he said, she said, it's more like she said, she said. Between Hannah Ann and she Kelsey. She said, she, she said, in the she shed by the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> between this, this, she said, she said, that's very hard to say. Yeah. Uh, between Kelsey and Hannah Ann and how Peter deals with that versus, you know, the last Bachelor season with Colton and how he would handle the conflicts. And like, he'd make them sit next to each other and like, as if they would solve the problem and like and like hear hear them out like a like like he'd be their jury or something you know, Colton, hear me out. We're calling this your get along shirt. <laughs> One shirt, 
a really big neck opening, two heads through the neck opening. And they just wear it until they get it figured out. Wear it until the tears are dry. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny. He he you know he he talks to he talks to Hannah Ann. She's like, I'm being bullied. So then he goes to Kelsey and says, She says you're being being bullied. And she's like, No, how can I? No, no, it's so unfair. Da da da. And of course, the episode ends with her like crying and feeling so shocked that she was accused of being a bully. I like that Peter doesn't try to actually, at least as far as you know, doesn't try to basically find a resolution right away. Like, okay, well, she says you're a bully and you say you're not, so I guess you're the liar. Like, he just kind of lets the tension hang, which I think is a good idea. Personally, if I was in this position, I wouldn't try to even have that confrontation the same night. and would make more sense the next day after there's been some time. And you have more time to process how you yeah, feel. Yeah, but the thing is, he's got to do a deal with the producers to keep them both around so that the drama is maintained. He may have like talked to Kelsey and been like, this is ridiculous. I wish I could just send her home now. But of course, he had to keep her. And not only keep her, but wait until the very end. So it's like heightened drama. Like, oh, will he keep her or not? Oh, yes, the drama continues. We're, we're getting into... We're getting... I don't know. Like this is only the second episode, so I I don't want to say that we're in the badlands yet, where it's just kind of like two on one dates and stuff. But I mean, they're they're laying the groundwork for that, so they have to keep yeah. these people around long enough that they have content for the show. Because otherwise, you know, I mean, it it, it very well may be that he's just gonna like the keep Hannah Ann, and she's just gonna sail all the way through to the end. That may be what happens, but they can't show that yet. You know, otherwise it would be a really boring show. There wouldn't be a show. Yeah, so. So, so do you feel like Kelsey's Rose was a producer's pick from the beginning? I absolutely do, yeah. Which means she's going to be a producer's pick up until the, the two-on-one date, which could be three or four episodes from now. Right. I mean, they they kept Kaylin and Hannah B. around a long time, although they both seem to have a better a better relationship with him than... I just don't. I don't get a vibe that he likes Kelsey that much. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just because I don't like her very much. But <laughs> <laughs> he likes her enough to go chasing her into the bathroom. Yeah, but that's the fixer thing. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they'll get a one on one date. I mean, he's been surprising me with the people he likes, honestly, yeah. so far. Yeah. So. Like yeah, I thought I. I mean, I like Natasha's personality. I did not think that they were going to get along as well as they have. I mean, I'll be surprised if she lasts more than two more roses, but... Um, yeah, I was surprised that he started making out with Sydney. I was like, really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, it. I like I like being surprised. This is good, because the show can get very tropey very quickly. So. Yeah, it's a uh, no, tall, tall drink of complimentary Delta water is... Uh... <laughs> all right, so here we go. We're, we're all along for the ride. Um one thing's for sure, all of our predictions so far are totally off. We thought the cosmetologist was going to become the villain, and she got canned very quietly. Yeah, she didn't even say anything, as far as I remember. I mean, just made no mark whatsoever. It's too, yeah. And then girls who were making no marks uh, made it through. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but it is still fun to predict. Who, at this point, do you think... Here's This, this is fun. Who do you think will definitely go to Paradise? Who do you think will become the next Bachelorette? If I had to predict it right now, I would say people going to Paradise would be Natasha, Tammy. Yes. She's very dramatic. They love that on Paradise. Yes. Um, 
McKenna. I'm going to guess... Uh, oh, um, Sheehan. Yeah, I was going to guess Sheehan. I want to guess Victoria F. That's Boo. And <laughs> we're just going to keep saying it the whole season. It's so funny. Um, Maybe Deandra? Um, I would also say Lexi will probably go to Paradise. I don't think she'll do very well, but I think she'll go. The redhead? Yeah. And I think the next Bachelorette... My guess is Victoria P. Is that the one you met in the hotel? That's the, no, that's Kelly. Kelly. Victoria P. is the nurse. I, she's so pretty. She's super pretty and she's a very... She's got a great story. It's a great, yeah, a very... Um, it's a very Emily Maynard story. Very sympathetic story. Yeah. And she's just very sweet and demure and I think, I think, I think she'll and be... She, the, universally attractive. I think that she'd be great. I yeah. think she'll be the next Bachelorette. That's my vote. She would be really good. Um, If not her... Let me think for a second. Hannah Ann? Uh-uh. She's going to win. Um, perhaps a controversial choice, but I also think that Kelly would make a very good bachelorette because they often, she's a lawyer. They often like kind of strong women who know what they want, who are kind of established, who are still like, you know, pretty, but like are, um, and, and have that, that young, vivacious, girly quality to them, but who are, who are pretty grounded like um, Rachel. Yeah, like Rachel and like Andy. They were both attorneys. Mm-hmm. And you you see when somebody is a lot younger and is not as grounded how problematic that can be. See Hannah based. Right. Um so and even to some extent maybe jo- Kate- Jojo or Caitlin. Or Caitlin. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think Caitlin was just also a little like off the beaten path in terms of personality, but um, mm-hmm. but even JoJo was like twenty four and she she was at the end, just falling apart emotionally. So I think they like them to be, um, pretty grounded. So I all that to say, I think that Kelly would actually be a really good bachelorette as well if she makes it far enough. And she has to. I think she has to accrue more, kind of woo points with the audience. She's not super. We're not emotionally attached to her enough yet. Oh, for sure. They would have to really, like, build up her story. But I think if she makes it far enough, if she made it to top four, um, I think she would be a really good choice. Well, we'll find out. Victoria P. versus Kelly, fight to the death. We'll find out in a few more weeks. In the meantime, uh, if you're enjoying the show, please do us a favor. Give us a review on iTunes. And if you have any friends who love to do some hot goss about The Bachelor cast and whatnot, send this podcast over to a friend of yours. Uh, enjoy some bingo with us live and in real time. And uh, you can always talk to us on Instagram. Our contact info is in the show notes. And since we are back into the swing of another Bachelor season, I want to put a plug in once again for my girl Allie Barthwell at Vulture.com who does the most hilarious Bachelor recaps. If you miss the show, um, it's a great way to catch up. And even if you don't miss the show, her commentary is spot on and her descriptions are so funny. So I'd recommend you go to vulture.com, check out her Bachelor recaps. Until then, enjoy your French 75, uh, play some bingo with us, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.